Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, I want to talk about the high cost of setting expectations. I hope you had an amazing weekend because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. like to start my Mondays with a little bit of energy and that is why today's song is titled Energy by Electronomia Electronomia E L E K T R O N O M I A Either way super energetic song I hope you enjoy it check out the artist and let's get into the show of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. Now, this episode is a little bit more like a thought piece. It's something I've personally been thinking about. And here's something I've noticed. When you set really high expectations, it gets very difficult to identify what a win looks like. And that's something that we all need. We need that sense of progress. And so the other day, as I was dealing with this situation myself, I came up with an interesting quote that I think sort of captures this concept and maybe provides a glimpse at a solution around it. So the quote is, sometimes the difference between a win and a loss is in redefining what is required to win. Here is what I mean by that. Let's say you're trying to lose weight. You set out with a goal of losing 20 pounds. If that is your goal, if that is the main thing you are focused on, you are unlikely to notice when you lose one pound or five pounds or even 10 pounds because your goal is 20. You've set your expectations and the requirements for what constitutes a win. And so if for some reason you fall short, let's say you get to 18 pounds and you're just not able to carve out that last two, 
or you go backwards or you fall off your habit, whatever it is, all of a sudden that's considered a loss. But why? You've seen progress. You've made an incredible amount of change in your life. You lost 18 pounds that you weren't happy having. So why is that not considered a win as well? Why is it that we set these lofty goals and unless we hit them, we can't consider anything else a win? I think that's a flaw. I think that the way we create a life that we love is to learn to love our life. And that means, yes, setting big goals. Yes, being ambitious. Yes, having high expectations of yourself. But it also means recognizing the small wins, recognizing the things that you're doing well, recognizing the progress rather than just the outcome. Now, this isn't a new idea. You know, people have been talking for years about realizing that the progress, the journey, the step-by-step, the day-to-day, the tiny leaps, these are the things that matter when it comes to improving our lives. But I think it's much harder to wrap our heads around. And part of the reason for that is because we've set this goal. We've set this thing that we're trying to attain. And I spoke in a previous episode. This was a while ago, actually. This is probably in the 30s. I spoke about how when we set a goal, our mind approaches that goal as if we've already accomplished it, as if that is now a part of who we are. It's a part of our identity. So if our goal is to lose 20 pounds, we identify as someone who has lost 20 pounds. And so if we don't hit that, all of a sudden, it's not just failing to meet your goal. It's also losing a part of you. And that is a painful process. And so this is the folly of setting expectations and setting large goals is we internalize the outcome. And as a result, we don't see the journey. We don't see the steps and the goals that we've crushed on the way there and the progress. So if you set a goal to lose 20 pounds and you only lose 19, well, you didn't hit your goal. And that means that you've lost the part of you that had already felt like you'd hit your goal. And so that is really something we need to struggle against. And it's tough to figure out how we can do that because ambition is a good thing. Setting high goals is a good thing. You know, I spoke back in episode 105 of the show about the dark side of ambition, and it's very similar to this. Because on the one hand, ambition is something to strive for. We should aim big. We should try to move our lives forward in large chunks. And we should set goals that feel uncomfortable and feel like maybe we may not be able to hit them. But then at the same time, if we don't hit them, it destroys us. It causes us to revisit our entire identity as a person, and that's not healthy. So then what's the balance here? How do we set large goals and have expectations while also allowing ourselves to recognize when we do things well and recognize the progress along the way and be happy about losing 15 pounds rather than the full 20 Well, in my opinion, it comes from a combination of setting large goals and being future oriented, 
while also breaking those large goals down into smaller goals that are present oriented. And what I mean is you have your major goal that's going to be accomplished in three months or five months or two years. And and for me, one of those major goals is paying off my student loans. But then in order to mobilize against that and in order to recognize when you make progress on that, you also need to break it down into smaller goals. So for me, if getting out of student loan debt is my major goal, then my smaller goals may be something like paying off a single loan or something like setting up a system so that my money is automatically paying an extra $100 every month. Like accomplishing those little things will allow me to cross them off my list and recognize, okay, this is something I've accomplished that didn't exist before. And I can be happy with that. I can know that setting that large goal is the thing that allowed me to mobilize against this desire that I have for my life. And so even if I fall short and I'm not able to pay off all of my loans in the time frame that I've allotted for myself, well, I can still look at the progress I made during that time. Because if I didn't have that large goal, maybe I wouldn't have worked as hard to do it, or maybe I wouldn't have been as focused, or maybe I would have partied a little bit more. So it comes from balancing these two things, setting your large goals and your expectations for your life, but then also breaking it down and recognizing the smaller pieces. And in order to do that, you have to write down those smaller pieces in the same way that you write down your large goals. That's the only way that you can truly recognize and celebrate those milestones is to have them tracked, have them as something that you look at from day to day and can clearly say, I'm making progress. So again, that quote is, sometimes the difference between a win and a loss is in redefining what is required to win. So I encourage you to look at your goals and start to redefine what constitutes a win. What are the milestones that you will celebrate? And for many of you, you've probably already crushed a lot of them. So with that said, I've been Greg Clunas. I want to invite you to join us in the private Facebook group. You can do so by going to Facebook and searching Tiny Leaps or by going to my personal website at gregclunas.com and clicking the community tab. And here's what that group is going to do for you. We are a community of listeners, listeners, friends, and just people who want to improve their life. And we are always trying to help each other out. We share resources, we share low points, high points, try to motivate each other, try to advise each other, book recommendations, not to mention I'm sharing extra content there such as live episode recordings and uh, articles I've written and other videos that are unrelated to Tiny Leaps. So I encourage you to join. I would love to have you as a part of the community. We are at 230 members and I really would love to get to a thousand by the end of this year because I think that if we can mobilize a thousand people that want to change their life, then something good will come from it in 2017. So join us on that journey, start the process of changing your life and join us in the Facebook group by going to Facebook and searching Tiny Leaps or by going to gregclunas.com and clicking the community tab. With that said, I've been Greg Clunas. I want to thank you for listening. And remember, 
all big changes come from the tiny leaves you take every day. 